0: Obviously, a huge game Friday night. You know, the UConn men win Kansas at Allen Fieldhouse is one of the classic places to play, and they actually ended up with a tough start. Ended up taking a lead in the second half and kind of, kind of, I would not say unraveled, but it just didn't. They didn't finish strong. Lose sixty nine sixty five, and who knows where they'll be ranked this week? They should stay in the top ten, I think, because Kansas was top five opponent, and they have coming up tomorrow, North Carolina. And so let's talk about it with our good friend, David Borges from CT Insider, joining us here on Brian and Company. Dave, good morning. How are you?
2: I'm doing well, Brian. How's things?
0: Uh, things are good. I, You know, I didn't get a chance to watch the whole game. I, was bounce, I had bounced around doing a few things, but, you know, from what I saw, and it's weird because you hear about the freshman class, you hear about all this other stuff, and – it looked like they had Tristan Newton and nobody else. Like what? And I'm just curious. And Klingon, I don't know if he was hurt or he's out of shape. He just seemed out of sorts. But when he's not in the game, all they do they pass the ball a ton, but it doesn't see seems more hot potato than with a purpose. So I just you there, you're there every day. You know this team well. Like what? What was what
2: was the story? Well, I think for one, Kansas. Well, first of all, I think for one, you know, I've never been. I have never been in an environment like that where you got sixteen thousand eight hundred people loud and, and throughout the entire game and just a, just a, a buzz throughout the entire this the um the crowd throughout the entire night. And I think and even Dan Hurley admitted this, I think it it actually rattled you kinda of a little bit. I mean they've played obviously they played in the final four in front of seventy five thousand people, but I don't know if they've ever been in an environment where sixteen thousand people are, are against them and just yeah. nonstop with the chance. The, so that, that, I think that threw him off kilter a little bit. And then Kansas, you know, played sort of like a switching defense, which against against UConn, Yukon runs are pretty complicated yet. Um, I mean, there's a lot of different variations to it, but uh, it's a very smooth running offense. And I think they got thrown back by what Kansas was throwing at them too. And you throw in the fact that obviously Kansas is very good, very long, very tall, great size and great talent. Um, you know, that – he only played seven players. He didn't play two of the freshmen that, um, and obviously Steph Castle's still out hurt. But um, uh, two of the freshmen who've been seeing time didn't play at all. Hurley just left this into the veterans, and um, they almost pulled it out, but they didn't quite do it. Yeah,
0: he, did Bill Self kind of coach coach him a little bit? Or is, I mean, listen, Dan Hurley won a national title, but he's you know he's still an emerging coach working on his game. Bill Self's been doing it a long time.
2: Well, yeah, Bill Self was one of the best coaches. <laughs> Yeah, you know, maybe the well, certainly one of the best coaches of his generation, one of the top two or three coaches in the game right now. And um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he, he's just he, he's a, he's an excellent coach. Did he outcoach him? I don't know. It's yeah, hard to say. But um, certainly, he's a tough guy to go against on the other side on the opposite uh, sideline.
0: You know, David Borges from CT Insider joining us here. I thinking to myself and watching a couple of those plays, I'm like, Tristan Newton just made the NBA. I just felt like that was a night on national TV in that kind of
2: environment where he really opened a lot of eyes. Yeah. Well, he certainly opened the eyes of people who, he wasn't even voted on any of the big East preseason, not even honorable mention, uh, or first or second team. So he's a guy who's going to be in the conversation for all America. You know, NBA for him is, I I certainly hope it works out for him and it very well may. Um, I just think it's going to be tough. I mean, he says, you know, he is a six five, he's a big guard. Yeah. He's proven he can shoot. Just, I don't know if, you know, he's not incredibly athletic. Um, you know, I hope it works out. We'll see. But uh, he definitely, yeah, he, people know him now more than they did uh, three days ago.
0: I want to ask you about Klingon. Did he get hurt?
2: Uh, Klingon, well, he got, I think it was on a free throw. He wasn't shooting it, but, you know, boxing out or whatever. He got Then he fell to the floor and he kind of banged his arm. But he, And he played the rest of the game. Uh, I guess he had some ice on it afterwards, but that's fairly normal. Yeah. We'll find out from Dan Hurley. The, the bigger question is whether Cam Spencer is hurt because he, he – uh, He certainly was limping throughout much of the game, and he had some foot issues, both feet. And, um, again, we'll find out from Dan Hurley this afternoon, but uh, I think that might be the bigger issue, uh, Cam Spencer, right now.
0: Yeah, he struggled, you know, shooting, and I I don't know if it's injury-related or, you know, in that environment. I'm not saying that the previous opponents, you know, were easy, but maybe— with with a longer team and a more athletic team, he didn't get as much separation as maybe he's used to. Uh, with with his jump shot, he's a great shooter. Obviously, we're talking with David Borges from CT Insider. I find Hurley, I find Hurley's you know candor. I don't know what he's like on a daily basis, and you can correct me. Just reading and listening to him, he's he's not afraid to say anything. And I, I was sort of delighted by his tweaking these teams about home and homes. Uh, does that <laughs> does that help him get them? I don't know.
2: Well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, this was a, this was a Big East Big Twelve challenge, so this this wasn't a situation where it you, you could be a home and home. Obviously, you know, they could schedule something down the road with Kansas, and that would be great. We, we'd all love to see that. Um, but yeah, you know, with the with the multi team events that UConn plays in, with the the very tough Big East schedule that they have, um, I don't even know. You know, I think they're definitely looking. They definitely would like to have one really good non-conference home game each year and they, they don't really have one this year obviously because the Big East Big 12 and they will have one next year against the Big 12 team right um but uh yeah you know I think Daniel is more irked that uh the Bryant uh the Bryant coach uh called him out a few days ago but supposedly ducking out of a game they were supposed to have in November but uh that's kind of a strange situation right there.
0: Yeah, didn't he take a crack they were losing to Brown or something? And he said that in the news conference. Yeah, yeah.
2: They ended up winning, beating Brown by a point, I think. But, oh, they uh, did. Yeah, you know, they actually beat Florida Atlantic, who's ranked in the top 15, uh, at Florida Atlantic uh, a few weeks ago. So I guess Brian's okay. But, um, yeah, the idea that they would be – that UConn would be avoiding Brian uh, is kind of silly. Yeah, that is silly. Uh,
0: last question for you, and we appreciate the time as always. you, know, you got Carolina – tomorrow and you know they've they've got some you know they had a a nice win over Tennessee you know they beat Florida State they beat Arkansas but they lost to Villanova Um, any little preview tidbits for us?
2: Well they're very good Um, they're high powered offense Armando Baycott is a a, a 6 foot 11 center who's will be the second straight really tough center Donovan Klingon goes against obviously not quite as big as Dickinson and more of a traditional kind of low-post guy, but very talented. You know, North Carolina disappointed last year greatly. They were preseason number one, and they didn't even make the tournament. I think they're um, a much better team this year. They've um, got good guards, and like I said, Baycott in the middle. So it's going to be a tough challenge. Um, yeah, it's going to be a real good game, and um, I think the key is, uh, could be it comes down to who wins that Baycott versus Klingon uh, battle.
0: Yeah, I mean, to me, if he wasn't hurt, he seemed winded. Like, it seemed like he got real tired in that Kansas game. But obviously, he's carrying a huge frame. Uh, listen, we'll be watching. We appreciate it, David, as always. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Have a good day, man.
1: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?